What's going on, world? Welcome back to another episode of the If Anyone Cares podcast, the Minneapolis podcast where we're not afraid to call ourselves out on our own toxic bullshit. I am your host, Jendel Theray, and this week on the podcast, I will be single-handedly annihilating myself and discussing my own toxicity. It's easy for me to turn on this microphone and talk about how everybody else is toxic. So this week, I'm going to be addressing my own bullshit. Now, if you notice, there was no intro music. There will be no edits, and there will be no cuts made to this audio. This week, I have composed a list of my own seven deadliest sins. And I'm going to go through and talk about them one by one. Because this is the part of self-love that is the most difficult to do. And if I truly want to love myself... I have to address my ugly. I'm trying to attain health in this season, but I'm using toxic tendencies to do it, and that is not okay. Coming in at number one, my first toxic tendency is I love to chase the past. I love to play hide and seek with the phantom of who I used to be. It's been difficult for me to podcast for the last year and a half or so because I so desperately want to show up as the girl that I used to be. I want to be the girl that was full of charisma and full of curiosity and had space and capability, the capability to hold people in. The girl who would be so dedicated to, to editing that she would stay up until four o'clock in the morning just for a podcast that nobody was going to listen to. I miss that girl. And I've had to face the reality of that version of myself no longer exists. I'm grieving and healing from so much in this season. I'm grieving so much loss. I'm grieving the loss of my father, the first man to ever love me. I'm grieving the loss of, <laughs> I'm grieving the loss of my best friend, and my partner and the person that has been there by my side for the last seven years of my life. I'm grieving the loss of friendships that are dropping randomly. And I am grieving the loss of myself. And all of that is difficult to manage. And so I'm running back to my past because at least that girl knew how to function. At least that girl knew how to bullshit. At least that girl knew how to fake it till she made she made it. I'm reaching back into my past, wondering where that girl is. Not only that, I'm knocking on the doors of people from my past, wondering if they have a piece of who I used to be. Wondering if they at least know where my body has been buried or where my ashes have been scattered. I have been reaching in the wrong places looking for a version of myself that does not exist. It's crazy how we can live, die, and be reincarnated in the same life. And I have not accepted my own death. And it is literally killing this new version of myself killing me 
And so therefore I'm looking for that girl because I understand her struggle, because I understand her plight, because I understand all the things that she was going through. And I'm going back trying to warn her and trying to save her to maybe somehow prevent and make a different outcome. And I need to make peace with the fact that that is not possible. It's not possible. And the only way for me to pay respect to that girl is by respecting her sacrifice. The only, the only way for me to pay my respects is realizing what was birthed from her death. And that is this new version of myself. I am not Jan anymore. I am Jandeltha. And I am so scared to be that because I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. No idea. And so I'm running back to the past, looking for answers. And nobody has answers for me. People are slamming doors in my face because it's like, yo, everything that you need is literally within this new version of yourself. And I have to accept that I am not the girl that I used to be. I am not the girl that started this podcast. I cannot be fake on this microphone. I'm not as happy as I was. I'm sad in this season. I have to be accountable for the fact that I no longer exist in that body. I'm watching my body change. I'm watching my hair grow. I'm watching all these things happen. And I'm over here still worried about who I used to be. What the hell? Driving myself insane, anxiety playing tricks on me. I have to make peace with what I use and who I used to be. Toxic tendency number two is probably the most difficult for me to say out loud. Not going to lie. It is the most difficult for me to stomach. It is the most difficult for me to be honest about. Toxic tendency number two is that I sometimes choose violence. When I am hurt, deeply hurt, because I've been hurt, right? We've all been hurt. But when I am deeply hurt and I have reached my capacity and threshold for hurt, I am toxic with my words and this this one hurts me the most because I'm using my gift to be toxic to other people let me tell y'all something to be a poet right to be a poet my job description is so simple to be a poet my job is to feel and to feel deeply and once I'm done feeling, I then take those feelings and I meticulously and intentionally piece them together for the sake of other people's healing. That is my gift. I'm supposed to I'm supposed to feel this trauma, wrap it up real nice and give it to people. That is what I do. But it hurts me to admit that I have been using my gift for the opposite I haven't been allowing myself to feel all that I need to feel. And I've been speaking prematurely. And because of that, I have been hurting people that I love. And that is not okay. It's, it's difficult for me to admit that I know how to be emotionally abusive. And it makes sense as to why I use words to do that. I'm a, I'm a wordsmith. It's in my DNA. I have every right to feel the way that I feel. I have every right to be angry. I have every right to be sad. I have every right to feel the thing. I, if I've been speaking on this, on this podcast like a bitter bitch, that's because I am, right? I have every right to be bitter, but what I do not have the right to do is to hurt people because I am hurting. I know that is not love. I know it's not. 
And so I give myself grace because I do have a threshold. But why do I allow myself to lose control and just pop off and talk out the side of my neck because I'm hurting? I have to realize that the things that people do to me are the things that people do to me. And they have to make peace with that. I can't make them feel worse because of how they made me feel. They ha- that's their plight. It's so toxic, y'all. And I'm so sick to my stomach talking about it. But it's something that has to be addressed. And it's something that I am not proud of. I have to be intentional with my gift. If I am not done healing, if I'm not done feeling, then I simply need to shut the fuck up until I am ready. Toxic tendency number three. My toxic tendency number three is that I move way too fast. Way too fast. And it's because when I get passionate about something, I just like to hurry up and do it, which is a great thing when the world is moving. But the world ain't moving. So therefore, I need to slow down and be grateful for this process. And a lot of the reason why I rush myself is because I am so tired of feeling, y'all. When you are an empath and when you have the emotional depth that I have, it is so difficult to do. It's so difficult to feel and it's so difficult to feel alone. And I feel everything, everything. And I'm so over feeling. And so I'm trying to rush myself to hurry up and feel so I can get to the finish line. But I can't cheat on healing. And that's what I've been trying to do. And I've been hurting myself even more because of it. I have to slow down. I have to be grateful for my own toxicity. I have to be grateful for my own failures. I have to be grateful for my own fuck ups. And I have to face with face them and sit with them. I cannot rush this process. And every time I rush it and I run back or run run fast towards the finish line, I am preventing my own blessing. I'm I'm postponing my own blessing. I am tired of that shit. In the same way that I said that I used to I I, I like to run to the past, I also like to anticipate the future. Not cool. I need not do that. Toxic tendency number four. (laughs) This is the toxic tendency, y'all. I won't lie to y'all. This is the toxic tendency that really makes me laugh. (laughs) And I probably sound insane. But when I say it out loud, it's like, why is this even a demon of mine? (laughs) But I understand why. So toxic tendency number four is I give way too many fucks about what people think about me. Way too many fucks. Like, way too many fucks. Way too many fucks. It's not, it's not even funny. And the reason why I do that, yo, is because I judge myself. I judge myself and then I project that judgment onto other people. I know how ugly I, my demons are. And so, therefore, I project that, that internal hate for self onto other people. And people are trying to love me and then they start to see the demons for themselves. And it's like, oh, well, shit, I don't want nothing to do with that. And so then I'm sitting here. Well, why don't people love me? And why don't anybody? Why doesn't anybody like me? Why am I asking those questions? The question should have always been, what do you think of you? How many fucks do you give about you? Why, why, why am I not starting there? Why do I give a damn who likes me or who doesn't in this season? That does not matter. Why do I care who loves me and who doesn't in this season? That does not matter. What needs to matter 
is the fact that I need to think highly of myself. Who gives a damn who's judging me? Who gives a damn what people think about the things that I've done? What do you think about the things that you've done, Jandotha? What do you think about those things? That's why this makes me laugh because the question is so simple. What do you think about you? And I'm still figuring that out. Toxic tendency number five also makes me laugh because <laughs> my ego is something else, yo. Toxic tendency number five. I know it all, or so I think. I'm little miss know-it-all. And my mom has literally been telling me this since I was like seven. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever, Clara, you don't know. Uh, yeah, she does. <laughs> I'm little miss know-it-all. I think I know everything. And to be honest, I knew what I knew. But this is the season of learning. This is the season of growth. This is the, the season of reading the book on who Jandeltha Rayshan Juwa Pelu is. I don't know shit. And the thing about life is I will never know anything. The only thing that I know is that I woke up this morning. Everything else, I, shit, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who I'm going to marry. I don't know if I'm going to have kids. I don't know if I'm going to be a full-time entrepreneur. I don't know if I'm going to go to sleep tonight and not be alive in the morning. I don't know. The only thing that I know and that I've been promised in this life is death. So why am I trying to control the outcome of anything else? That is the only thing that I know. That is the only thing I know for certain is that I will die. So why am I trying to control and manipulate the outcome? I don't know anything and I will never know anything. All I know is that I'm on this journey. That is the only thing I know. The only thing that I know. I don't know shit. And I think that's a lot of the reason why I question why y'all listen to this podcast is like, ain't nobody listening. Cause I don't know shit. <laughs> I'm over here. I'm over here getting on this high horse, trying to preach to y'all when in reality, I don't know nothing. All the things, all the only thing that I know is what I know. That is it. And I know what I've experienced and I know that I will die. That is literally it. I don't know anything else. I don't know if love will ever return. I don't know if I'm going to have kids. I don't know nothing. I don't know if the electricity is going to go out in five minutes. Like, I literally don't know anything. So why am I living in anything besides the present moment? Why am I trying to anticipate the future? I can't. I don't know. This shit was already pre-written, Jan. You don't know. And even if it wasn't pre-written, you still don't know. <laughs> the last two toxic tendencies are kind of funny. Those demons can go anytime. <laughs> All of them can go, but I make myself laugh because it's like, this is silly, right? This is so silly. I'm hurting myself. Toxic tendency number six. Man, this is probably the second most difficult for me to discuss. Not going to lie to y'all. Not going to lie. Toxic tendency number six is that I have been messy in love. I've been so messy in public, out loud, in front of people, on this podcast, on social media. Oh, I've been so messy. And I think a lot of the reason I've been so messy is because I've been messy with the love that I give to myself. I have been all over the place with the love that I give to myself. So therefore... I have been messy with the love that I have been giving to other people. 
And that hurts me deeply to know that because I did not love myself enough, I was not able to give adequate love to the people that I wanted to love, the people that I chose to love. That is heartbreaking for me to take. Heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking for me to admit that I have lied. It's heartbreaking for me to admit that I have cheated. It's heartbreaking for me to admit that I have made decisions in this in the last season that have prevented my relationship from flourishing. I have to be honest and accountable for the fact that the reason that my best friend is not by my side is because of choices that I also made. And it's easy for me to point the finger and say everything that he did wrong in the relationship. But is it easy for me to talk about the things that I did? And I do think that I've made a good amount of peace with my toxicity and how I was moving and how I was acting. But in the same breath, I still need to make more peace and forgive myself for the repercussions of my actions. I need to forgive myself for not doing better for not knowing how to do better. I loved and I loved confidently, but that doesn't mean that it wasn't toxic. And I have to be accountable for that and make room to love myself in, the, in a healthy way. So that way, if and when love does arrive in whatever form that it does, that I am ready for it. The thing is, I do know love. I know that I know love, but I don't know love without boundaries. <laughs> so I give so much of myself. And after I'm done giving to myself, I hate myself for it. I hate myself for it because I allow people to take from me. Why did I allow people to do that to me? I have to be accountable for that. I also have to be accountable for the fact that I know that I know love, but I don't know how to accept love. And it's because I don't know how to love myself. It all goes back to the same thing. And so I'm not giving people the satisfaction of loving me and making me feel happy because I don't know how to make myself happy, not anymore. There was a point in time where I was as confident as I could be, and so I loved from that place. But there were things that happened to me that made me not love myself anymore, or I decided that those things are, were a reflection of how I love myself. And so therefore, I'm sitting out here giving from a broken place and giving from toxicity, and that's not love. Love is patient, right? Love is kind, right? And I haven't been patient or kind with myself. And so this Valentine's Day, I was very much alone. And it was so difficult for me to be alone. But I understand that love is missing in the season. And it's because I do not love myself completely and fully. I have to be accountable for that. I have to forgive myself. Which brings me to my last and final deadly sin my last toxic tendency coming in at number seven is I don't know how to have grace with myself I don't know how to be patient with myself I don't know how to forgive myself the way that I so easily forgive other people it's difficult it's so difficult for me to do, and it stems back to toxic tendency number six. I don't know how to love myself. I'm trying. I'm doing the best that I can. But in order to love myself, I have to heal. In order, my, in order to love myself, I have to face all of my demons. And so this is 
not just an attempt. This is me loving myself right here on this podcast, having the sit down conversation with my demons. This is me loving myself. And it's difficult to do. It's difficult to stomach that with so it's, it's difficult to do, but I have to do it because I am so deserving of love and I am so beautiful and I am so intelligent and I have so many gifts to share with the world, but I'm not gonna be able to do that if I don't love myself, if I don't trust myself enough to know how beautiful I am. There are people who want to love me and I'm making it difficult for them because I'm not having the grace that they need, they wanna have with me. I gotta love myself wholeheartedly. And so I thank y'all for taking the time to listen to this toxic ass episode. For me, this has been necessary. Sitting on this microphone with myself, talking with myself in a in this take has been so necessary. And I feel I feel lighter. I feel better just like saying it out loud, Jan. This is what makes you toxic. Let's review. Number one, I like to chase the past. Number two, I talk out the side of my neck and I be reckless and I be violent. Number three, I move way too quickly for my own good. Number four, I give way too many fucks about what people think. Number five, I think I know it all. Number six, I have been messy in love. And number seven is I don't know how to have grace with myself. And just saying those things out loud, it's like, okay, now we know what we need to work on. Now we have a game plan. But I was trying to heal and just continue to scoot this shit under the rug. I can't do that. And what's crazy is that all I need to do is do toxic. (laughs) What really I need to do is address toxic, toxic tendency number seven. And it will make it make it it'll make it so much easier to address the rest of the demons. Toxic, not having grace with myself is my biggest demon by far, by far. By far, it is the monster that haunts me at night. It's the night terrors. It's the anxiety attacks because I'm not having grace with myself. I'm not recognizing the God within me. And God is forgiving, right? God is loving, right? We know these things. The universe is forgiving. The universe will bless you, but you have to. (laughs) You have to forgive yourself first. How are you getting flowers and you still toxic? That don't make sense, Jan, Jan Deltha that don't make sense. And so I appreciate y'all for taking the time. If you listened to my annihilation of myself, for me, I feel better, but I still have a lot of work to do. So with that being said, I have to be intentional, right? And I have to be honest about the fact that I am not healthy enough to do this podcast in this season. I am a person that is a healer and I create spaces of healing for people. And this space is too full of trauma for me to continue on. I am too full of trauma in this current season to continue on. I have to stop. And I have to be okay with stopping. I have to be okay with healing. I just want y'all to know that I love y'all so much. And I thank y'all for rocking with me on this journey and being there and literally watching my journey. I appreciate y'all. It's so crazy to think that there have been around 150 to 200 people that are invested in my toxic ass journey up until this point. That's wild. And I thank y'all. 
that is love. I thank y'all so much from the bottom of my heart, but I take this gift of mine so seriously. And therefore, I am not using my gift for the right reasons in this season. I don't want to use my, my, my gift to re-traumatize y'all. I don't want to use my gift to re-traumatize myself. And so therefore, I have to say goodbye. I have to say see you later. Let me change my language. I have to say see you later. So many of y'all text me and say, Jan, keep going. Your podcast is so dope. Keep going, keep going. But imagine how dope it would be if I was healthy. Imagine how, how much, how many conversations and how many questions I'd be able to ask of beautiful people that live within the city of Minneapolis if I was healthy. I'm striving to be healthy, but I have to be honest about the fact that I am not there yet. And that is okay. I give myself grace for not being ready to be back in this space. And I need y'all to do the same if you choose to. This is not a goodbye. This is definitely a see you later though. <laughs> definitely a see, a see you later and it's much needed for me so I thank y'all for the encouragement I thank y'all for the affirmations I thank y'all for the words that y'all have given me and the flowers that y'all have given me but this is the end of the if anyone cares podcast as you know it I have no idea how I'm going to show up in the next season I have no idea who I'm going to be I might not even come back to this microphone but all I know is I need to turn it off for now because I'm not healthy enough to be on it. With that being said, I want y'all to know that just because I'm stopping the podcast does not mean I'm done with this journey. I'm going to tap into some of my other art forms that have brought me healing and that are supposed to heal me in this season. I'm going to keep going, I promise you. I promise you that I just can't keep going in the way that I've been going. And I have to be honest about that. So I thank y'all for the love. I thank y'all for the grace. I thank y'all for letting me know all the things that you've taken from this platform. <laughs> and I have to be, I have to give myself more flowers too, right? Because I made it a hundred episodes, 105 episodes. Let me not shortcut. Let me not do that to myself. Let me not disrespect me. I've done a 105 episodes of this podcast. Congratulations, Jandelta. I have inspired so many other people to start their own podcast. Let me not sleep on the impact this podcast has had. But I realize that my numbers are dropping and people aren't tuning in because I am not being accountable and responsible for my own toxicity. And so therefore, I need to disappear. I need to go back to disappearing and finish doing that. And I will not come out of hiding until I am ready. So again, for the third time, <laughs> this is not a goodbye. This is a see you later. Until next time, y'all, peace, love, and hair grease. <laughs>